Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Thursday, March 23rd, 2023, 2303-23. Hope your day is off to a great start. My name is Sean Tierney, and let's go ahead and start by taking a look at what's new in industrial automation. And first up, we have a press release from Automation Direct talking about some of the new products they've recently added. And I thought this was interesting because these are all kinds of monitor arms and keyboard stands for, um, you know, 8020 or extruded aluminum, or they call it T-slotted rail. And uh, it's just good to see that all these options are available. I'm sure other vendors have them as well. But I kind of, when I started, I'm like, oh, wow, look at all the stuff you can do with that. So in any case, from there, we go over to a uh, product announcement or press release from Neosys. And uh, they're talking about how they're now supporting Intel's latest uh, 13th Gen Core CPUs. And uh, this is like the i9, i7, i5, and i3. They're supporting this across four of their lines currently. And now you may wonder about, hey, hasn't that been out for a while? Well, you know, commercial. Intel releases their commercial uh, CPUs first, and then they go back and, and beef them up and make them available for industrial applications. So that would be the reason behind that. Um, next up, we have a new product from uh, PNF. And this is a push-button station. They're calling it their... Explosion protected polymide control units, and these uh, push button stations can have up to five operators in them. They do meet ATEX and IECEX zones 121 and 2/22. They're also IP66 and rated for minus 40 to plus 55 degrees C. And uh, I like the picture here. The, the you can do some pretty cool stuff with these. They have a meter in this one, along with. Uh, you know, your standard e-stop, uh, looks like a red pilot light, and then a combo start-stop uh, push-button both in one hole. So that looks pretty cool. And from there, we'll go over to another product announcement. This is kind of like a pre-product announcement. Um, this is over at the ISA's website, and it's about a new product from PNF. This is a new type of uh, 3D measuring sensor. So um, this thing has insane accuracy. And uh, it is, for those who are listening, it's the R3000 3D LiDAR MEMS sensor. And uh, you'll see it first at the Hanover Mies show on April 17th. So not quite out yet, but I thought it was really interesting. I know uh, we're hoping to get RC back on from uh, PNF to come back on our, our product and technology show to talk about some of their new products as well. So with that, we'll go over to Advantech. They're announcing two uh, updates to the computers. They're MIC770 V3. This is like a desktop PC. And the thing that, uh, or a tower PC, it can go in either position. Uh, the thing about this is that it has the NVIDIA L4 Tensor Core GPU. Okay, so that's typically not something we would think of as a gaming GPU. It's really designed for... Um, you know, like AI applications or, you know, um, automated uh, optical inspection and so on. So with that, they also have another announcement here about their MIC 711 and MIC 713. And what I thought was interesting about these is they actually uh, have a developer kit and a solution kit. Now, these are units that are supporting AI. They're based on NVIDIA Jetson. And um, I like the fact that you can get a stripped-down model for a developer kit where you don't need all the industrial, you know, the case and all of that. So, pretty cool. From there, we go over to our sponsor. We want to thank Siemens for sponsoring a month of the Automation Morning Show. Um, we really appreciate that. And 
They're not just sponsoring the show, but they also sent us a bunch of goodies to give away, which I thought was very cool. So here you can see one of the grand prizes. You get all this. And um, we have uh, extra uh, of many of these items. So we'll have uh, second and third and fourth place prizes as well. Now, how do you enter the contest? Well, you click on the contest link at automate.news. That takes you over to the automationblog.com forward slash contest. And you fill in this form. You can fill it in once every workday. And then ensure that only people viewing the show are actually filling in the form. We have a new contest keyword every day. Um, or I should say different. Sometimes I reuse the old ones, right? But in any case, um, today's contest keyword is Cymotics. Okay, so now if you're listening and not watching, don't worry about how you spell Cymotics. It's S-I like in Siemens and then Motics. Okay, so just come close if you're listening. That'll be good enough. Um, in any case, I want to thank everybody who's submitting forms every day. Really appreciate you guys. Um, I told Siemens the, uh, the, the, really the response has been great. So if you haven't filled in a form, you still have a chance to win. We got lots of stuff to give away. So don't think you're out because some people have been filling in the form every day. We still have plenty of prizes to give people. So if you're, if you, even if you just want to fill it in once, there's a good chance that your name will be pulled out of the hat for some of these prizes. So, and Hey, it's free swag, right? And by filling in the form, you're showing Siemens that it's worth sponsoring us. Maybe we'll get them to sponsor another month, right? So in any case, um, you know, if you look at the marketing budgets of some of these big automation companies and what they spend on some things, um, let them know. They'll get a lot more value for their money by sponsoring the Automation Morning Show. They really will. And if they want to make the fans happy, the viewers happy, they should do a contest like Siemens because it's always fun to have a contest, right, and give away free stuff. So from there, I want to go over to the Opto22 blog. And uh, this is a great uh, article by Corso Systems. And they really walk you through how to use the Groove Epic API. In this case, they're using it with Ignition to get additional information out of the CPU, right? And be able to display that for the user inside the uh, HMI or SCADA uh, screens uh, inside Ignition. So it's very thorough, very well done. There's a video that also goes along with this. And, uh, you know, just reading through this, we don't have any Opto22. I have reached out and invited them on the show a couple times. But uh, in any case, it uh, just looks like a great article. And uh, if you're using Opto22, you may want to check this out. Next up, we have an article from Antira. And I thought this was pretty interesting. It's about power over Ethernet. But it talks about some of the issues, you know, when these standards, and this has happened many times, you know, Cat6 and whatnot. But when these standards take a long time to develop, oh, single-peer Ethernet, too, that's another one, then uh, people, they already stop. They want to be first with a product. So they start developing products that don't meet the standard because it's not final, but meet some substandards or some split off or some other standards. So in this case, they're talking about, you know, you have the official standard 802.3BT, but there's also UPOE and HPOE and whatnot. So they kind of go through that in this article. And then they talk about how, you know, if you standardized on UPOE and not 802.3BT, you know, they can work with you. They can make their switches. They can customize them for whatever standard, which one of those standards you're using in your facility. So I thought it was an interesting article. I learned something from it myself. From there, we'll go over to uh, ISA's website again, automation.com. And I really, really want to recommend this article. It's Winning the Cyber Physical Battle in OT Security. There were so many different lines I could have quoted from this article. I just thought it was a great job by Will. And, um, you know, he brings up a lot of good points. You know, over the last few years, we've actually become more susceptible to cyber threats because, you know, more people are working at home. We have uh, more people connected from the plant from home. We have more people um, 
more digital devices inside of our plants, you know. And so one one line, though, I had to quote was this one. One of my favorites in the article was a zero trust security approach is a good initial step to take. Enterprises can no longer assume that a device should have access to everything just because it's linked to the network. And I, that is so, so true. And um, so if you're trying to get your company to take cybersecurity seriously, this is another, or if you're just following cybersecurity, this is another great article I'd like to recommend to you. And I really enjoyed it. There's some other great uh, quotes in there too. A lot of good information. And I wanted to share that with you guys today. Uh, from there, we go over to Rital's blog and they're talking about, hey, 2023 is a year manufacturers should automate their panel modification and wiring processes. Now, if you are a manufacturer and you're doing a lot of wiring harnesses or you have to uh, drill and tap a lot of holes in your panels, they got some great stuff. Now, the article's good, but I always just like looking at their products here. Like, here's the automated uh, milling machine. This this will punch all your holes, drill all your, and tap all your holes in your panels. And it just looks pretty awesome. And you can see it's like a, almost like a big, uh, CNC turned on its side, right? And it just does all your panel work for you. You would have to have a lot of panels to be able to afford a machine like this. They're very expensive, but man, just think of how many panels you could crank out with this thing. The other one I want to share with you is their, uh, it, which is also in the article, is their wire termination machine. And uh, some pictures from that. Here you can see their vibratory feeder bowls. I think they can do up to eight. So you can see eight different things they're going to terminate. So this machine actually will pull the wire. Let me go to the next uh, picture here. So here you can see the wire stands. It actually will pull the wire in, right? It cuts it to length. It strips it. It terminates it, right? And then it will label it as well. So if you're doing like thousands of wires every day, this may be the way to go. I just, I just think these machines are cool. But in any case, we'll go into, and I don't know much about this company, but this was a very good article from Arc Ribis or Acribus. Um, and they talk about how their encoders and sensors help keep linear motor systems smooth and precise. And um, I thought it was an excellent article. And some of these uh, items have some great sensitivities. I mean, down to the millimeter. So I wanted to share that with you today. And from there, we'll go over to an article from PTC. Now, I had to smile when I read this article. This is about PAX East, why executives should care about gaming. So... Um, if you don't know, PAX East is a gamer convention, right? Um, it actually started out as PAX West or just PAX. And then they, in 2010, I believe, they started uh, coming out to Boston for PAX East. And living in the Northeast, you know, I made my way up there. I didn't get to the first year, 2010, but started going in 2011 and went for many years. And uh, in any case, um, it's a fun convention for gamers. Now, it eventually got very popular, very crowded. The lines that try anything were super long. And, um, you know, then we had of course COVID and everything too, but, you know, I have fond memories of going with my, uh, youngest son and, uh, and, uh, for many years. And uh, of course now he was in high school, he's finished high school, he's finished college, he's in the workforce. So a lot changes in 12, uh, 12, uh, years, but in any case, um, I just thought it was a very interesting article. And I, th I think there's a lot of takeaways in here. If you're like, if you don't have kids and, you know, you don't understand like where the young, younger generation is coming from, I mean, a lot of these uh, kids today, I know my grandkids for sure, they, they've never known a life without a touchscreen, right? Their parents had, have had a touchscreen for their entire life, right? I remember I didn't even have a, a cell phone until I was 25, right back in the 90s. But um, 
these kids, they don't, they don't even know what a landline is, right? They get a kick out of grandpa's landline. Of course, we don't get great cell phone service here, so I have to have a landline. But in any case, let me show you a picture from, I think it was 2012. This is me. I haven't really changed that much. Maybe put some more weight on. But, uh, and then my son, and uh, I think it was 15 at the time. Now he's in his late 20s. And uh, we're standing in front of World of Tanks because my brother, uh, the uh, the uh, retired Marine and, and engineer now, is uh, is a big fan of that game. It's a it's a fun game, but um, in any case, I just wanted to share that with you. I thought that was a fun fun story to tell. You can see I'm rocking the uh, the hard case clip for the cell phone back then. Um, in any case, uh, today uh, product spotlight. I'm spotlighting my Nano Basics course. This comes in two flavors. It comes in a fifty dollar version and a hundred dollar version. Both of them are lifetime access and support. This is I know there's some sites out there they sell you you know ten dollars a month for life. Or you know, a hundred dollars a year for life. I don't believe in that. You know, I come up from that, that uh, you know, that digital uh, consumer who wants to buy something and own it forever. So uh, you think like I buy some music for iTunes or Amazon Music? I own that MP3 forever. You know, if I buy a digital movie from Vudu or from Prime Video, I own it forever. And um, you know, even if I buy, we're just talking about games. If I buy something on Steam or another game platform, I own it forever. It doesn't expire, right? And I know some people love subscriptions, but uh, I'm of that. Hey, you buy it once, you own it forever. And I'm here every workday. I come up here and answer student questions. And if you get the level one and two, the extended edition, you get the new 2023 one that I'm going to start filming. So much new stuff that's come out in the last couple of years for the micro. So I'm looking forward to filming that. So I just wanted to cover that. And next up, we have our audio video file of the day. And today I'm featuring the episode of the Automation Podcast, which came out yesterday, in which I interview the folks from Siemens and Electromatic about MIA. They, we go through a little bit of the history, and then they talk about this year's plans. And I even have my own link now you can use to sign up. So I'm going to bring enough giveaways for everybody who signs up using my link. So if you do sign up using my link, if you're going to be in the Detroit area, come check out this free show. It's going to be pretty awesome. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm also going to be, like I said, bringing giveaways for everybody who uh, signs up using my link. I won't have a list of names, but just come over and say, hey, I signed up using your link, Sean, and I'll have something for you. I don't know if it'll be a mouse pad or what it'll be, but I'll have some kind of free giveaway to give you. And uh, with that, um, it just sounds like it's going to be a great show and lots of fun. And I'm looking forward to meeting everybody, not only the people at Siemens, but all of you as well. So just great to meet everybody here um, at, as the uh, trade show uh, season kicks off. So in any case, from there, we'll go over to uh, the actual Attend MIA website. You can find out all about the um, the event here. There were no other events of interest in, in the coming week or so that I found. So we'll just go right from there over to our pub crawl. And uh, the only thing I found here was a new reference manual on the Rosemont 1208C level and flow transmitter. So from there, we'll go over to uh, what's coming I'm really hoping to finish my first look at the Entron NT5000, that new gigabit Ethernet switch from uh, Redline. We had them on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm hoping to uh, get that out today. I've done almost everything. I got to do some narration and then edit it, and that's where all the time is editing and uploading. But I uh, hope to have that out today. So look for that. I unbox it. I uh, get some really uh, zoomed-in images on it, and then I set it up for the first time. So uh, I think it's going to come out really good. So from there, we're going to go over to automate.news. Just a reminder, every link we talk about, you know, tips, sponsorships, contests, and every single article and event we talk about is at automate.news. I typically release this 
between eight and nine as I get ready to practice the show before I actually film it. And so uh, even if you miss a show, you can find every, say, I think we're on 57th show in a row. You'll find every show and every link of every show right there, automate.news. And from there, we go over to a new section I started today, which is kind of, I got the idea from uh, the whole PLC versus PAC thing we did uh, in an earlier show. And so we're going to title this section, Did They Get It Right? And so I found this excellent article over at RTA. They've been great. They've uh, sent us in samples. They've uh, come on our show a few times. I just interviewed their uh, their president. That should be coming out in a couple weeks. And uh, so great article. But, you know, I'm a technical guy, right? And so having grown up with the PLC-5s, you know, I started in 1990. The PLC-5 was the king of the Allen Bradley world back then with the Slick 500 just coming out. And, um, you know, so as I was reading through this, I'm like, is this right? Did they get this right? So let me tell you, there's two things I found that I want to bring up. And, uh, you know, I'll just I'll throw them out there. You guys let me know. Are they right? Or maybe am I right? So the first one is, um, and I'm going to try to do this without my glasses. So it says, some controllers in the PLC5 line supported Data Highway Plus. Okay. So I would say every PLC5 ever made had Data Highway Plus built in. And that was one of the cool things about it, right? It's kind of like, you know, it was like a standard. Like you knew when you got a PLC5, you had Data Highway Plus. Now, just to check myself, I went and I looked up the old, now most people don't even know about this product. It was called the PLC5 VME. That was a type of backplane. That was not a Rockwell. It was kind of an industry standard. And so I went and looked that up. And thankfully, I still found the manuals up at ab.com. And even the VME versions of the PLC-5 have Data Highway Plus. So, did they get it right? Or possibly could I be right? Every PLC-5 had Data Highway Plus. Now, I will throw a caveat out there. You know, if we start looking at the 510, 511, they only had one port on them. But that port still could be Data Highway Plus. Um, Let me know what you think. Did they get it right? Am I right? Or is there some other answer? Now, there's one other thing in here I wanted to uh, show you, and that is... The node addressing. Data Highway Plus node addresses, while you could have 63 nodes or, or 64 nodes, if you count zero, they didn't go zero through 63. They went zero through 77. Because like the I.O., the node addressing on Data Highway Plus is an octal, right? That's a blast from the past, right? So in any case, of course, you know, this is why I'm going to be teaching a PLC5 course here this summer uh, when I update all my other courses because I just have such fond memories of using the PLC-5, and we have a few here. Um, and I actually picked up an official Rockwell PLC-5 trainer. It cost me a, a little bit of money, but uh, it'll be great to use in that course. So in any case, um, yeah, so did they get it right? Could I be right? You let me know. Who's right? And with that, I'm just having a little fun. Um, still a great article, highly recommended. And from there, we'll go over the birthdays. If today is your birthday, I want to wish you a very happy birthday. If you're connected with me on LinkedIn and have your birthday in your profile, and your birthday is today, you probably got a happy birthday from me yesterday. Now, it wasn't my fault, really. I don't know why, but LinkedIn is now showing me birthdays a day early. So um, my apologies. But if you are connected with me and today is your birthday, even though I said happy birthday to you yesterday on LinkedIn, I do want to um, wish you a happy birthday today. And that includes Mayor, John, Noor, Shame, Aber, April, Nazum, Preset, Kamal, and Eduardo. 
And I know I've mispronounced some of those names, so my apologies. But if today is your birthday, happy birthday to you. I hope you have a great day. And from there, I want to go over to just remind you that if you have a news tip or feedback, please use our news tip form to send it in to us. And um, if you'd like to support the show or just follow us, you can do so over at automation.locals.com. And I want to thank everybody who is a full member over there supporting us starting at one cup of coffee a month. Really appreciate you all very, very much. And from there, just a, another reminder that every single link we've covered in all 50, I think we're at 57 or 58 shows now, every single story, link, article we've ever covered is at automate.news. You can see it all right here. This is our industrial automation news aggregate website. And there are literally hundreds and hundreds of links here, including the link to send us a tip, a link to uh, support, sponsor, contest, and that. And if you click on show, it'll take you to the Automation Morning Show over at the Automation blog. And if you click on any of these previous shows, you'll see the video, which is also closed captioned. You'll see the audio, and you'll see links to every place we send either the video or audio file. And with that, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to spend a little bit with me to talk about what's new in industrial automation. And I want to wish you a very happy, safe, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.